All right, I'm here with uh, the soon-to-be millionaire, Patchy Mix. How you doing, Pat? How you doing, bro? Good, Good, man. I'm glad to have you back on K-Man's Corner. I miss you. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah, I'm starting to get while. to hang out with you when you're up in town. Yeah, man. It's all right. I was up in town for like a couple of weeks just recently. Yeah, and I did a seminar. You and uh, uh, your girlfriend there, is that okay to say on the air? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Me and Tatiana, we do a seminar at WNY MMA. You know, the gym I came from, so we just did something to give back to, you know, the people around locally and uh, just to basically train. We wanted to get a lot of people in the door. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I heard uh, I heard through the grapevine that Tatiana gave it to uh, uh, Anthony a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she does well. She's good. <laughs> she beats up on Anthony, but she's tough, you know. She's one of the best in the world. Yeah, that's that's for sure, man. How is, uh, how is it going through camp, a full-time camp with... Uh, you know, a partner that is on the same page as you, doing the same things, like understands what's going on with you. Is it changing your training? Um, yeah, just more so um, staying focused, you know. It's easier to stay focused, obviously. Having someone there with me, it's easier to stay uh, doing the things I need to do to be disciplined, you know, running and uh, just bag work, drilling, just anything I need, you know. Wrestling, drilling, anything, man. So it's good. Uh it keeps me uh, grounded and stuff, and then it's also good to, you know, I'm not bored when I'm uh, training, I guess, you know? Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's every man's dream, man. You get to train with your girlfriend, and, like, she understands what you're doing. That's a pretty cool way to uh, come up, you know? Like, you guys are working together. It's a great, uh, I think that's yeah. going to be great in your corner coming into these, these next fights, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good, but more so just, you know, me, myself, uh, I'm just staying focused, man, you know, especially the next couple fights, uh, um, you know, uh, I have a big fight coming up, of course. So that's just all that's on my focus right now. You know, I have seven and a half weeks till my next fight and, um, just trying to stay in the gym and, uh, you know, get better. Yeah. I, uh, I lost a little bit of money on your last fight. I, I bet the house that you're going to submit him in the first round. I knew, uh, the way that the fight started out, you're going to get your hands on Horiguchi, you know, like your yeah. speed is so different. Like the first round when people are with you, especially a guy that moves a lot like Horiguchi, they're going to come right into you and you're going to be able to get your hands on him. And uh, I knew you were going to grab him. I knew you were going to have his back in the first round. So, like, I bet the house that you're going to get a first round uh, finish. <laughs> yeah, man, I tried, you know. I wish I could have done it for you. I yeah. was pretty close uh, a couple times in the first round, but uh, just minor adjustments, you know, for some, uh, you know, it'd be big changes in that fight. It's minor adjustments. I do believe I could finish them, you know. Granted, maybe I still get the opportunity in the future. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a tough fight. He's very, uh, very experienced, you know. So it was hard to get underneath his chin. Uh, for sure. But you, you don't, every time you, you got your hands on him, you just totally dominated him. And uh, it was really good to see. And I kind of knew the, the fight was going to go the way that it did. I thought he would, uh, after you got your hands on him, I, I thought he'd really try and stay away from you because once you feel Pat Mix on the ground, man, you're like, man, I don't know if I want any more of that, you know? And uh, your stand-up yeah. looked much improved, too. You were actually able to touch him up a little bit and, and get close to him a couple more times. Yeah, I caught him in one of the rounds, too. Uh, I've been working a lot, man. Uh, this fight will be the biggest fight that I've ever had coming up, you know? Uh, I think um, building off the Horiguchi fight's important. You know, like you said, I get to show a lot of new wrinkles in my game. I didn't show everything, but... I worked extremely hard prior to that fight, too, so I added to my stand-up game. I have many weapons that I use now that I uh, didn't even have in my repertoire before, and I um, I have them, you know, to to choose from now. You know, I know what shots that I pick from, you know, in my game right now that 
helped me get closer to guys, helped me uh, hurt guys to the body, you know, helped me uh, just do the damage I need to do. So I feel like uh, coming out this next fight, he's not going to move as much as Horiguchi, so I'll be able to show more tools that I have. Are you looking forward to uh, going with someone that might actually want to grapple with you? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've been doing, like, uh, just the workload, man. I've been training Monday through Friday and then again on Sunday. So this is my third week of camp, basically in my strict regimen of camp. Prior to this, I would just do as many days as I wanted to, and then if I got tired, I'd take a day off, you know? Mm-hmm. But right now I'm sticking to my pad work on specific days, my wrestling, my sparring on specific days for the next whatever, you know, I'm putting in basically a 10-week camp. So a very strict 10-week camp for him. So I feel like, uh, you know, right now is I'm really peaking, you know. I'm not peaking, but I'm getting better. I'm starting to see improvements in, uh, you know, my game where I feel like my wrestling, my grappling especially. So I think by seven more weeks, I'll be especially ready for him, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I already thought you were one of the best grapplers in the world, probably – I think you're the premier 35-pound grappler in MMA, for sure. I mean, obviously, when you go into, like, ADCC, there's going to be arguments against that. But, I mean, for for sure, I think you're one of the best grapplers in MMA. Just the way you get there, get to the position, and you, you dominate once you get into position, you know? Um, yeah, for MMA, I'm a good grappler. ADCC is a whole different ballgame, different rule set. But for my rule set, MMA is a different one as well. You know, I could punch, knee, elbow wrestle and you have to do all those things hard and grapple hard so when you mix them all together i feel like i am one of the best in the world i know i am actually one of the best in the world at grappling if not you know the top three in the world at my weight class but um i'm excited because magomed of he basically has one too you know he's probably a top 10 grappler in the world too you know he fought peter yan he beat peter yan he's got a very high level wins he's got like 12 submissions 13 submissions it's more than me <laughs> I was uh I'm very interested to see how this fight goes. Uh the way that the brackets matched up it's it's like perfect fights. Like you got pretty good strikers on one side and pretty good grapplers on the other side. Like this is a very exciting tournament, man. I've been uh I can't believe yeah, how man. exciting it's been to watch. It's a dream, man. It's a dream come true, you know, coming up through the younger circuit, obviously from West New York MMA, uh from Buffalo in general, having to fight all these fights. You know, I was 11-0 as an amateur. I'm 16-1 as a pro now. I was 27-1 uh, altogether. That's 28 fights, shit ton of jiu-jitsu matches, kickboxing fight. I think just a lot of experience with all this stuff, and now I'm fighting for a million dollars. And, like, I feel like I've been, you know, this is my opportunity, man. Like, I was born for this moment, you know. This is my moment. Out of all the times I've ever been, uh, you know, um, granted a humongous opportunity through this fighting because obviously i've been i've had a lot of them you know i fought in hawaii madison square garden um california i fought in all over the world you know japan shit for a world title even for bellator already so but this opportunity right here is like you know a million dollars you know it's still shocking to me and to be in the second leg of it is just uh you know it's it's inspiring man it gets me up in the morning and i'm extremely focused right now like i think this is going to be the best version of me because this is the most disciplined and the most training that I plan to be doing, you know, before this fight, you know, and I already know mentally that I'm capable of doing it because I just, I'm coming off a win over one of the best, uh, 
Japanese fighters there's ever been. Kyoji Horiguchi. He was 30 and, you know, he's 29 and 4 when I fought him. Yeah, and now you got uh, Magmed uh, Magomedov. Like, there's a lot of M's and O's in, in his name, man. Uh, do you have any apprehension going against one of these Russian guys? You know, the Russians are so highly touted now. Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, I like to test myself, man. I get, like I said, I'm super excited. I get a smile on my face thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> um, I sparred a Ukraine dude from, uh, I mean, I sparred a Ukraine from, he's from the Ultimate Fighter Show. That's where he, he fights next week, and his name's Ludwig. He's fighting Johnny Munoz on the um, UFC card in two weeks, Bart. But, uh, yeah, like, I fight, man, I fight all guys from all different places, man. So, like, I'm not scared of the Russian style either. Like, I've trained with a lot of the Russian style, uh, oddly enough, because in Vegas there's a lot of Russian fighters. And then, obviously, I'm signed to Dominance, and even me and Tiger are signed under the same um, management company. So, like, me and him have even trained together. But I don't fear that. I think my style is a really funky style jujitsu, and uh, I've totally been rebranding my game. Like, people don't understand what I'm doing yet or, like, how I'm doing it right now, but I've changed my game. Like, I'm a very heavy on-top guy right now. I can pass guard well. I'm very high-level at passing guard. I'm very high-level with um, my ground game and, like, submissions and um, staying just, like, different styles of it like dancing and mma right now I, I don't know i feel like i'm gonna be able to shine against him actually you know i, I feel like for regardless a, of for regardless of what how many m's or o's he has in his name <laughs> Does, yeah like constants and follows don't matter when you get in a cage <laughs> yeah yeah man all that stuff don't matter i don't mind where he's from yeah. but i know he's uh he's gonna give me the reactions i need because he's a highly touted grappler himself so I don't want a guy showing up. I want a guy giving back, you know, and then we could, I could really show people what I'm capable of. For sure. And uh, this is going to be a guy that's going to really take it to you. Uh, his wrestling should be good. But you're actually higher ranked than him. Is this the first, this is the first time in the tournament you've been higher ranked than a guy, right? Uh, was Horiguchi ranked higher than you when you guys fought? No, Horiguchi was ranked below me. He just did, didn't make the, he was the favorite on paper and shit. But for the rankings, I'm I'm up there because my resume speaks for itself. Yeah. Horiguchi hasn't done work in Bellator. You know, I'm 6-1 and one in Bellator with five finishes. So I've earned the rank. He just was coming off ACL surgery. He earned his rank by beating Darian Caldwell like years ago. And then he tore his ACL. So yeah. he was actually out. But being out isn't his fault, you know, obviously with such a knee injury, you have to do the proper steps to come back, which he did. And when he came back, he was winning the fight against Pettis, and he got knocked out. So they put him at, like, five, which was justified. But he wasn't five, you know. He's, like, he's very good, you know. I mean, I think his coming fights, he just won in uh, Ryzen, like, two weeks ago. I mean, maybe not even that long. Maybe a week ago. He just fought on the... It was in shit. Maybe it was like two weeks ago, actually. He just fought in um, Japan, and he won. He finished the guy, and he still signed to Bellator. So I think maybe if he gets a highly touted fight like Artuleta or something like that, that would be good for him. Yeah, he was. Uh, he came in like the, the betting favorite for sure, and uh, that made us a lot of money in Buffalo because everyone bet on you for sure. There was a lot of happy people uh, walking around Buffalo for you. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I don't even pride myself off that one. That's one of my bigger accomplishments, but... That's all in the past. Now, I'm looking forward to this one right here. And Horiguchi, you know, I kind of look like a weight bully in there. He needs to go down to 125 or something. You know, I don't like the – I look like I'm towering over the guy. I'm just like cat and mouse. That fight was fun, but I didn't feel like I was in danger or nothing. Like, he kicked me a couple times, and, like, my eye was split going into it. 
well, not going into it, but I split it in camp, so it was, like, tender. So I knew it was going to split during the fight. So, like, he didn't really hit me or kind of, like, fuck me up, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just kind of, like, kicked and ran. It was more of me getting pissed off and, like, you know, I got to I gotta calm myself, you know, because I got a really good chin and I'm a fighter at heart, you know. So I'm trying to make it known to the fans and the people who's winning. I don't want to do this karate match where you <laughs> tap, 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 then they go, then I go, then I, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to dominate. So if I can't get a hold of a guy and he's running away, you know, chances are I'm going to get frustrated. But I learned from, you know, chasing an Archuleta and going against Horiguchi. But this next fight right here, I think, like, he plots a lot and he thinks. He's got a very wide array of um, striking shots, you know, from spinning back kicks to spinning back fists to keeps to kicks to the body. You know, he's very, uh, you know, he's very similar to his training partner and corner man of Zabit. Going in, did you get some work with Aljo in there too. Aljo means Sterling, for those who don't know. So, uh, do you feel like your grappling is going to be really extra on point? I mean, there's probably the best two 35ers in the world getting to train together. No, that's not going to be why my grappling is going to be on point. And I'm probably the best grappler, I think, in the world, you know, at 35, anyways. But <laughs> that's not why. I just train with him, you know. He's good too, and he's good, but uh, I don't do all my work with him, you know. Yeah. I do some rounds. I did some rounds with him, but. I can't really take it from my fight because it's eight weeks out. I'm not thinking about what I did two months ago with Aljo. You know, I'm thinking, like, as I get closer to the fight, like, um, the the sequences is, uh, and the drills that I'm going to be doing are going to tie me into them. Uh, the biggest thing for my grappling right now is going to be working. My coach is at my house right now, actually. is Harry St. Ledger. He's a black, Henzo Gracie black belt. He's a judo black belt. So, like, Magomed's, like, infamous for going upper body wrestling to body locks hips and stuff like that so i'm going to be extra on point with that shit right there you know mm-hmm. like my upper body wrestling my wrestling in general my grappling to being a hybrid like the ups and downs of grappling not just like being a jiu-jitsu player i'm trying to be a very good elite wrestler with elite level grappling and submission threats against this guy you know because he is so dangerous you, you know a guy like him you have to get him out of there i'm not trying to play uh you know, I'm not trying to play no 25-minute decision fight. You know, I'm trying to put him away. I got to say, of even though you're highly touted as a grappler, I think you're not really... People don't give you enough, uh, uh, like, respect for the, the level of ground upon that you have, too. You do a lot of damage really quick with your elbows on the ground. And uh, I think that's that can play a little bit of a factor in this fight, too. I think you're going to end up cutting him a little bit, for sure. Yeah, it's all about letting it go, man. You know, uh, that's the hardest part, I think, in, like... Uh the fighting i um i control so well and guys show up so much that like i never create the space i need to drop a fishing grab i mean a fishing ground and pound you know that i need to do like um very big damage to like like i control so much that i make them look away and i shoulder pressure so hard i never create the space to uh land those big elbows or those shots normally i shoulder pressure they limp their arm through, I take the back, I advance position, and I cut through, like, you know what I mean, to get my choke. So this one here, I'm thinking if he gives me the better reactions, I, you know, he'll create the space I need to then show off the ground upon I've been working. Yeah, I don't think he's going to shell up as much as the, the other people that you fought. He seems like um, that very Russian style, like trying to get up, protect the neck. But I... Yeah, he's not going to shell up. He's not a little bitch. Like, some <laughs> of these guys shell up, and then they just try to survive till the end of the round. Then they're like, okay, I'll try to win the next round. It's not like 
okay, I'm going to try to get up. Because if they try to get up, normally they get submitted or they make a mistake, you know? Well, going into a fight with you, that's what I would try and do. Like, if, if you got my back, I'm not going to try and get up because you're going to finish me. I would just wait to try and stand back up, you know? I mean, that's really yeah, the best strategy to like fight me, you. Man, like, a guy like me could take your back every round, and then you're stuck going home a long-ass flight thinking, damn, he took my back the whole time. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? That sucked. At least if you try, like, who knows? Like, you know, I'd rather always try than go home and wish I hadn't, you know? I don't know how to explain it. Like, shelling up, you know, that's not the way. You know, you have to use the proper defenses to to get up and even though it's harder to you know even though it's harder and you might take a risk i think that's a better advancement you know you know I, to get out to i think so too out. that's why you submit me every time we roll i always try and get up <laughs> yeah see you know you're working man eventually you know that shit don't happen you know yeah that's what i'm thinking in my head but he's gonna be trying to get out and he's a motherfucker you know this guy's 19 and 2 he beat peter yan he beat um he had a fight with the interim champion, Rufian Stotts. Very close fight. He was on his back. Two rounds to one. If there was 30 more seconds in that fight, he might have finished him. Who knows, you know? This guy is good, and uh, I am not. I don't underestimate him at all. He's a he's a freaking stone-cold killer, and I'm excited, you know? I'm excited to – there's nothing like it when you get to um, – you know, you have a date. You have a time. Basically, the crowd's there just for everyone else's entertainment, but – Man, this is live. You can't fake it. You know what I mean? Like, people, if, unless you've done it, you can't really understand what it's like. And there's going to be a day where, fuck, we're not going to have no t-shirts on. We're going to fucking be in, um, you know, fight shorts, whatever. And we're going to, no, no shoes on. You're going to feel that canvas, obviously. It's going to feel different. You know, all these cameras are going to be in your face. And you're going to have to go fight this dude. He's one of the best in the world. Shit, I think, I believe wholeheartedly i am one of i am if not the best one of the best in the world and um you know it's gonna be a fight you know so i'm excited about it man it's i know i got a date with destiny i got a date with this guy so it's like you know you know it's a weird way to prepare for it but there's a there's a lot on the line obviously there's a million dollars on the line so you're one of the i was gonna say you're one of the biggest 135 pounders i've ever seen you're just giant and jacked and coming into this fight you're more cut than i've ever seen you're like still a long way out of the fight i've seen pictures of you i've seen training of you you look really cut up right now uh are you getting into pi at all or what's going on what's going on with your weight your nutrition uh you seem like a different fighter like just size wise for the last two do I look? What do I look like? You think I'm different size wise? What do you, you mean? You look like thick, and you look cut. Normally, you're just thick right now. Like you always look big, but you're looking really cut right now too. Like you're looking leaner, but still big at the same time. You know, you like you look like. Yeah, that's what I think too. You know, um, I don't know, man. You know, I think I just am, like obviously I'm getting a little bigger. I'm uh, walking a couple pounds heavier right now, but um, you know, I, yesterday I think I'm like sixty-ish. You know, yeah, like lean, like. Anywhere from 58 to 60 ish, leaving right now. But I'm still seven and a half weeks out, eight weeks, you know? So I'm looking at it like that. I'm coming down every day. So um, I think uh, just because I'm training so much, you know, like I said, I've been training even before these last three weeks hard. I've been training just, you know, kind of trying to dial it back because my coaches are telling me not to peak too early. You don't want to get hurt, Pat. For sure. You so, got like uh, the two week out abs with. Uh, the seven week out like shoulders and arms and shit like you look really good yeah yeah man i'll be good man uh 
this one's going to be, like I said, my best showing. I think it's just because all the grappling I'm doing, I'm getting stronger. And um, I don't know, man. You know, I guess I'm just I'm working so much. I think I'll, I'll come down, I guess, as my diet continues. Um, I'll keep coming down. And then um, I'm not lifting any weights right now. or I'm not really doing strength and conditioning anymore. So Damn. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'll be like. That's crazy you're that big naturally. Yeah, it'll all be like craft work, you know? Yeah. I guess uh, wrestling's the way to do it, man. I, you know, not the... just naturally. I do strength and conditioning out here stuff, too. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not just, like, walking around there and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, I do strength and conditioning, and then I also, like, grapple, like, probably 40, 50 rounds a week. So yeah, I'm always, like, that's my arms are always, like, blown out, you know? For sure. Yeah. Are you getting into the, the UFC PI at all? I know, like, uh, you talked about going in there last time, how cool yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm there every day, bro. I go there. My girl my girl does PT every day, so I drop her off at training, or, like, um, we eat. I mean, she eats at the cafeteria every day, and I try to have lunch with her every day. So um, throughout my day, I'll go over there and stop, have lunch with her, um, help her with some drills, maybe. Maybe I'll maybe hop in the sauna sometimes. Or, you know what I mean? Not often, but. Yeah. Like, not often with the sauna there, but I normally go to a 24-hour fitness out here there. They have, like, I like to do my sprints and sauna work and shit outside of there. I don't like the common interest of being in the PI or um, the PI sauna. If you know about Vegas and stuff, the PI sauna, and it's attached to, like, the steam room and the hot tub and the cold plunge. And, like, a lot of the fighters from out here, um, they go there every day. So there'll be, like, 20, 30 fighters over there. I try to, like, stay out of there just because... I don't know. I don't like running into my opponent's teams and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think about it. I thought, for some reason, I thought, like, the times were scheduled over there. Like, they wouldn't let you guys, like, be in the same place at the same time. Oh, no, no. It's, like, high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, you see everybody, man. You see everybody every day. Like, um, you, you schedule time. There's only one training room, so you got to think it's about as big as, like, Western York MMA. Mm-hmm. Like, not the the training facility itself, not the actual PI. I'm saying where you train, there's only one area. Yeah. So it's like upstairs, and it's as big as WNY MMA. So if anyone else is training in that large area, you're probably going to see them. And then those are the times that you schedule. Like, okay, if we want to go upstairs and train. And you could have up to 20 people, probably 30 people training up there at once. So, like, downstairs they have the sauna, steam room, cold plunge that's humongous fits like 15 and hot tub fits like 15 so like a lot of times after we all spar we'll go over there and we'll all do our recovery together you know what i mean yeah and that's open at all times so like i have friends from like syndicate and just all these like people that come into town that fight on the weekends you know they all fight on these ufc cars I'll, I'll probably be with them throughout the week like you know what i mean yeah at some point i'll be doing my recovery and they'll be cutting weight or something Oh, that's cool. I, I'm glad I learned something new about the PI. I really thought it was a little bit more regulated, so they don't have any like uh, situations where you got guys going after each other. No, man, it's fucking crazy, you know. Shit, me and Ludwig, he fought on the Ultimate Fighter. Like I said, he's fighting on the UFC thing. He's from Ukraine, and me and him had some miscommunication today, and we were sparring five rounds. I almost had to kick his ass. I don't even know. <laughs> got all mad at me and stuff. <laughs> started punching me all hard and grappling i don't know it's crazy man and i'm very controlled training partner but 
I, you know, I had to give my hard lemon, but it was funny, man. It was all in good luck. We shook hands at the end, but damn, it got intense. <laughs> I'm just thinking it, the PI is funny, man. It's it's cool. And then to think like the cafeteria, um, you know, like a lot of the fighters, that's where they would eat because I think they eat for free there. But they have like cheap food and stuff. So we might pop over there, eat some food with the team or whoever else is out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then see Francis Nagano eating every day. I, mean, I see all these guys every day, man. I'm surrounded by, like, um, like a lot of high-level fighters, you know what I'm saying? That's awesome, but I have, like, images of a prison fight breaking out in a cafeteria. Yeah, they're cool, man. Everyone's <laughs> cool. Everyone's laid back. Like, Paul Acosta's funny. I got to train with him a couple months ago, uh, just, like, right on the mat right with him. He was funny. I got to go to Justin Gaethje's house for, like, a couple weeks to help him out for that, uh, Francis and Nagano fight. Uh huh. It was a cool little thing I did. Um, I got, man, I've been so exposed being out here in Vegas. Like, so much different than uh, um, Jackson Wink. I wish I almost did it earlier because now I'm like, I get to see how all these champions, not just one, I get to see all these different teams and champions and be exposed to so much stuff. Like, I am the best 135 pounder. Damn, man. Like, it's not even, like, I, I do some amazing shit. So I'm excited to show that stuff. Just but seeing these people and sharing the mats and it gives you inspiration, man. You know, seeing where I'm at, and then seeing where like you know all these other people that are praised for being where they're at. You know. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Like, You're a little bit under the radar compared to some of the UFC guys, but man, yeah, I... I'm way under the radar. But you should see what I do, man. You know, I don't. We don't speak about it on the air. Once we <laughs> cut this, you know what I mean? I man, I. I do people filthy, man. I do some nasty, I do nasty shit, especially in grappling and like, man, I'm doing stuff that's so next level, man. Like $50,000 bonuses every, you know, almost all the moves that I hit. So I'm trying to go show that this fight, you know, yeah. and fire meet fire, like guy that's respected good, you know, like he beat Peter Yan, who is just a UFC champion and then wait to see what I do to this guy. You know what I mean? They, these two dudes fought for 10 rounds in the Russian ACB, I think. And uh, they fought for the 135-pound belt twice. That, like, within four fights from each other, I think, like, fought them, had a couple other fights, fought again. And they both went the decision. Both were wars. And I'm thinking, and both of each one of the guys won one. So I'm like, man, no war, you know? I'm fighting this dangerous guy. Like, the... Rufian Stats only fought him for three rounds, you know? Right. I got this guy that's supposed to be dangerous, this mean-ass motherfucker for five rounds? Like, you know what I mean? Sign me up, put my name on, put my name on, and then I'll be there. December 9th, you know what I mean? No matter what. And I'll be on weight, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no matter what I got to do. Like, you know, that's the shit that gets me up. Forget the implications of the million and the money and all the other shit. Like, sign me up. I got a chance to prove that I'm better than this, you know, specific person. The guy that just fought Peter Yan, you know what I mean? The, the, the guy that, Peter Yan's ranked like, I think I'm number 12 in the world or something. That dude's up there at like number three, you know what I mean, or something? Yeah. I've loved, I want, since I met you, man, like you've always been like looking at the rankings and climbing up the rankings. It's so, I'm so happy that like you started like walking up the New York rankings and now you're like walking up the world rankings and someday you made it to the top of New York rankings, you make it up to the top of the uh, world rankings and it's just oh, it's yeah, fulfill fulfilling way, for me to watch you do that, man. Like it fills me with joy because I know how much like how excited you are every time you move up the ladder, man. It makes me so happy inside every yeah. time I see you post that shit. 
it's a good man. It's a good experience, man. It, I mean, it's just it's it's wild to be, you know, on the ride that I'm on. So it's it's just crazy to think, you know, like obviously knowing you for so long, and then uh, you know each uh, small advancements to big ones, you know, it's like yeah. advancing, advancing, but it's just so many, um, you know, so many fights. Obviously, being 28 now, but I'm just thinking, you know, uh, if I if I if I could have done it any better, it would have been. I could be 17 and no, and I'm very close to that. You know, not a lot of people really see that. <clears throat> the one fight I had taught me a lot of lessons. I think it actually is going to help me in these fights coming forth. But, um, you know, I, I'm very close to just being 17 and no, and there would be no debate about how great I am. You know what I mean? So it's like that one asterisk. I think it like worked against me in a sense of for a little while, but I think it's helping me like rebuild helping me work harder helping me like it keeps a very big chip on my shoulder like i'm kind of glad that i have the experience i have through the world title fight because i think it's gonna allow me to like learn even more going forward and be able to win like these next five round fights you know all the way till i get this title all the way till i get you know a win over sergio and then i could defend you know man i'm trying to be the you know, the reigning Bellator world champion. Yeah, like, that's so so crazy. We have such a different uh, view of that fight. Like, I thought it was, like, so close that you should have won that fight. And then you dominated him on the ground, and you showed how tough you are, man. You ate some serious body shots, and you're like, nah, whatever. You just kept going forward. I think that fight, of all the fights that you've ever had, show how tough you are. I've never, like... Yeah, man, it's good, you know? And I just, it showed me also how stubborn I am, because I just decide to walk forward instead of game planning and cutting angles and moving my feet and doing things smarter instead of harder but the same thing that won me a lot of fights you know allowed me to put myself in a position to then be behind not really lose but just kind of fall behind you know get outpointed because if you think about it i probably won the first nine ten minutes of that fight and then i also probably won two minutes of each round or you know a minute and a half so I probably won about 15, 16 minutes of a world title fight, you know, yeah. I mean, 14, 15 minutes. That's, you know, 14, 15 out of 25 minutes, you know, and I'm not declared the winner. So I need more fight IQ. You know, I need more patience. I need more understanding. Okay, if I can't finish things, I took a lot more than people see from it, you know. Okay, if I can't finish things, I need to be able to understand how to win. You need to understand how to win rounds. If you, you know, I know how to put people out i know how to hurt people but i need to also know how to win and when it comes down to it being a competitor that's what henry sudo did very well um daniel cormier you know john jones even these guys know how to win you know and uh fuck that's all that matters at the end of the day when uh you know you're looking at records you know you still have that one uh a loss is still a loss if i can put it like that you know that's true but that loss is going to make you world champion yeah, it's gonna. Well, that loss right there, if it didn't happen, would I just would have been world champion. <laughs> so I mean, like a long one, time world champion. Like this, yeah, is gonna this turn one you... specifically is gonna make me a millionaire. Yeah, and it's gonna help me become. It's gonna help me become a millionaire. Help me become a world champion, and also, you know, help me in my future fights, like you said. But it was a good, you know, it was a good experience, and I, um, man, that was one of my favorite fights. You know what I mean? Shit, I like that fight. Even like I watched that fight a lot. Just looking back on it, because I'm young, a lot younger. I watch a lot of my fights a lot, you know. Yeah. But that one right there, and then I like to see the progression, you know, because then I had to see like Albert Morales, James Gallagher, and um, Kyoji Horiguchi. I have like almost 
I don't, I don't know the exact time, but it's like extreme amount of cage time from those three fights right there. So I got to learn a lot about myself because there were two third-round finishes and then a five-round fight. So I got a lot of rounds and a lot of experience in there at, at, um, at a live time. And I feel like um, the Horiguchi fight was like me getting very, you know, putting everything together. And now this one's going to be me like, this is Patchy Mix, like fucking 20.0, you know. I'm, uh, I'm dialed in. I'm focused. Um, shit, I'm doing everything that I need to do. I'm doing everything right to the T. For the first time in my career, you know what I mean? That I could say, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I've trained hard and I've stuck my nose to the ground and always trained, but I'm doing everything to the T, you know, I'm not cutting no corners here. You know, this is a million dollars and I'm not wasting it. You know what I mean? They told me I just needed an opportunity that I've been pleading this case for, you know, I don't know, to my family and, you know, my mom asking me if this is what I want to do or, you know, just like parents you know what i mean like i'm very successful but like you know is it making sure i'm happy is this my dream and like i just been waiting for an opportunity and like this is the opportunity man i really truly believe that i've earned throughout like all these years of not getting too much from mma you know what i mean yeah just a, like, even just a few few years ago we you were just on this podcast and you just said just give me a chance give me a chance give me that million dollar tournament and and now you got it yeah, man, I did so much. Seven and a half years, one loss. I mean, like, not even more than seven and a half years. Probably eight years, eight and a half years now because I'm 29. I started when I was about 20, 21. That's when I made my debut. So I'm thinking, man, it's just, like, such a long time waiting, and now I have an opportunity. And, like, this this is fucking everything, you know? Like, a million dollars, a world title. They got confetti that flies out the damn air. <laughs> Like, shit, man, you, you're like, why are you so cut up and you're so big? I'm like, motherfucker, I've been working hard. I've been working out. Like, I'm telling you, dude, if you roll with me now, people would understand what I'm talking about. I'm, like, way better. <laughs> like, I, I understand concepts and shit. And, like, I'm, my whole game of passing guard and stuff, man, I'm, uh, I'm leveling up. And I'm drilling and I'm leveling up. I realize, man, like, I don't just walk on the mat and just, like, hop in there no more, you know? Mm -hmm. I go through... I hop on the mat, I do my whole damn warm-up routine, whatever I got to do, and then I get to work. And then I don't stop working until, like, I'm talking, I roll, like, five rounds after I'm done, just for fun. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll just do an extra, like, how I used to roll with you out there, that's what I'm doing out here at the highest level. I'll do a pro practice, then I'll do pads, then I'll go roll five rounds. And I'm not overworking, or I'm not, I'm working till I get satisfied, you know what I mean? <laughs> like... If that makes sense. Like, I'm not working until I can't wake up in the morning. I'm working just enough to the point where, like, my workload's just more than everyone else's. You know what I mean? Well, you need to do that to put that pace on that you put on. That pace is one of your best yeah. weapons. Yeah, that's one of the things. So that I need this workload. I need to be able to go. That's why I do so many rounds. And, like, my rounds are efficient rounds. You know, they're not just, like, uh, go out there and expend my energy, like, shooting or, like, um... Like, some rounds I focused on collar ties and, like, um, small movements, you know what I mean? And, like, my defense and um, my my bottom game and, you know, all sorts of stuff. I work from all areas. I'm very improving, like, in the aspect of mixed martial arts grappling, you know, being able to strike while grapple. Um, and I'm learning, man. You know, I feel like a student right now. 
Yeah, that's, every time I roll with you, I, I pick something up. I've been uh, teaching all my students a whole bunch of stuff. I was teaching a Pat Mix series too. Everything you ever show me and like all the stuff I pick up rolling with you. And even like a lot of times I don't even show stuff, but just rolling with you, I, I learned so much because every time you come in, you have like the aspects of your game that you're really good at, you have even tighter. And you come in with a whole new set of skills too. And like I get to see it like every six or eight months I roll at you and I see how much improved your game is. And like every time you're a different kind of fighter. You're not even like the same kind of grappler. And that's really hard to do for people that don't understand your game is ever evolving. Yeah, I'm evolving, man. If you look at my submissions, it's like I think before the Horiguchi, my last 10 fights before my 10 wins prior to that were all submissions, and they were never the same submission um, in a row. You Even know, your movement and your passing style changes. It's so different than most other people. Yeah, right now I got a whole different game. I've learned how to like pass guard so well. Like <laughs> my coach started, because I I used to always jump over the guard and like do the lazy man towards it, <laughs> or like guillotine, and then I'm around guard or body lock, and I don't have to worry about guard. If you think about it, I don't end up in guard a lot because I always advance on my way down of takedowns, or I always catch the front headlock or stuff like that. So those are the way the way that I advance through grappling. But now I've been working on like the Islam Makachev the um like the shoulder pressure kind of how he did drew dober yeah high passing double underhook passing um i went to that jt torres seminar he had such good passing i'm trying to take anything from anyone man i'm a student <laughs> out here so like my like i said my coach harry we spent probably an hour and a half drilling all the stuff like today just like on top of everything you know what i mean it's like that, an eight hour work day right now man. that's great that, that's what you need to do to be a millionaire, man. Is uh, Art going to make it out for the fight? Art might go there and watch it, of course, you know. I'm still close with everyone, you know. They're all still my family, everyone, you know. Dennis, yeah. um, Art, John, I, I hold everyone close. And uh, they were, Art wasn't in Hawaii, but I had my whole damn team there, so. Yeah. Like Dennis, Don, Harry. Um, Art couldn't get in Hawaii, team. right? Our, yeah, I didn't go to Hawaii. Because uh, you have to get, don't you need the vaccine to get into Hawaii? Yeah, vaccination stuff, but he just wasn't there for that one. Yeah. But this one uh, coming forth, we'll see. Um, but I also have uh, my coach, Nate. He's like my pad holder. He's like a real good coach of mine, too. So, like, it's like a new addition I had in my game. I never had a pad holder for the Gallagher fight, the Albert Morales fight, um, when I first moved here to Extreme. So, like, that was hard for me to get, like, my striking in. So now I've been working with Nate for the Horiguchi fight. That's why I look so much better on my feet, I believe. Yeah. Because I had the more rap simulations, especially going out there and being live. I like it, man. Anytime you pick up your stand-up is, a little, is great. And your teep is, man, on fire. You're so tall for 35, too. Uh, I think i got to answer this uh, Bellator call real quick, man. All right. All right, what's up? Hello. Hello. Yeah, my bad. I thought oh, I, no I got a, a video shoot coming on Friday, so I have to make sure that I'm listed for it. <laughs> Damn, if they're going to yeah. give a million dollars, dude, you better do whatever they say. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got to make sure I answer their call because um, they're, they're sending their uh, team to shoot us for like cool. kind of like countdown stuff for it. So yeah. I have to make sure. Yeah. So I want to make sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to do it while we're on the air. Oh, no worries. I'll just edit that like, out. There's cut no problem. that out, Dave. Man. Yeah. Cut that out, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. I have the team do that for me. <laughs> You're the man, bro. But no, I just wanted to chop it up, talk about training, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, 
We gotta give a huge shout out to Saul though. Uh, before we got here, we do that every time too. Yeah, man, big shout out to Alex, um, Daniel De Jesus. Yeah. In order, Daniel De Jesus, Jeffrey, Makaya, um, but then also Alex, my boy. Yeah, dude, that was a kind of a bullshit draw, man. Like bullshit draw. We thought he won it. You yeah. Know what I mean? And I wish I was there to see it. If I wasn't working so damn hard, I uh, I would be at home to watch him. He's like, you know, I love him to death. I've been FaceTiming Solomon like throughout the weeks and stuff. Solomon and me have gotten real close over the last couple. I don't even know. We've always been real tight, but I don't know why we always weren't close like we are now. We're very, very close right now. So it was good to see him. So happy to see him win. And uh, the way he won was awesome, you know. I yeah. knew he was going to win, but I just uh, just to see him shine. I hope he gets a shot. You know, I hope they call him for the UFC. And uh, out of all the people, I think he deserves it, you know. Yeah, he definitely he got pulled in that fight, too. Yeah, you know, he got a big chip on the shoulder. I think he'll do well. So, and he's coming down to 55. So, big love to Sal, man. Uh, you know, I got mad love for Sal. So, yeah. I'll probably I'm... call him after I talk, you know. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. And best of luck. I know you don't need luck. Oh, well, hopefully, your guy makes weight and the fight happens. Like, that's the only luck you need. You make your own luck in the cage for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, I appreciate it, man. And I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's always nice to just to talk, chat it up, man. It well, really is. It's always good to hear from you, dude. I love you to death, and you're a huge inspiration to me. I know I say that every time, and it sounds like bullshit, but, like... Hey, man, I'm just a normal guy, bro. Yeah. I'm dog. Always. I've always wanted to see someone come out of Buffalo and make it big, you know, like, and, like, really rep the area still, and not just, like, leave and say you're from top team or, you know, wherever you're from. Like, it's, it's yeah, nice to see you yeah. representing, Pat, always. Yeah, I'm representing, man, always, man. And when I win this million dollars... Win the Bellator tournament, become the best 135 pounder there ever was to do it. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, why are you kidding? That that it. that could be true, I, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. No, I appreciate it, man. Always, man. We'll get this out, and uh, I look forward to sharing it with the people in Buffalo. All right, know, thank you very much, man. About the fight. Have a great day. You too, K-Man's Corner. We're out.